Hey guys, it's Ed, and I'm coming to you live from quarantine here in Detroit. And 2021 has just started to show its ass. Um, You know, we could get into all sorts of things. um, But this has just been a really, really tragic year. Um, Probably even worse than... Uh, 2016 in terms of celebrity deaths. Um, it's just such a, oh my gosh, I, I don't even know how to say it, really. Uh, it's, it's been one of those situations where I just wake up expecting someone to die. Um, uh, and, and 2021 has unfortunately lived up to those expectations uh and actually exceeded them unfortunately uh last week we lost the incredible the very funny Cloris Leachman she was 94 years old and uh, as far as I know she wasn't ill or anything um, right after her death, I watched a bunch of videos, and, you know, you could, you could tell that she was older, and, um, starting to have some trouble getting around, uh, she was having a little bit of, um, you know, uh, in one, in, in one interview I seen, uh, uh, Arsenio Hall had to, you know, walk her over to the couch. Uh, I don't know if it was part of her persona or, um, what, but it seemed like she had a little bit of trouble holding a topic. Um, uh, that was really evident when she was interviewed by Queen Latifah. <laughs> um, again, I don't know if this was maybe just part of her persona. Um, you know, Greg Garcia, who created, uh, the last show that she was a series regular on, Raising Hope, uh, told a story about her, um, and it really kind of drove home a really big, bold point for me. Um, essentially, the story goes, uh, when they were casting Raising Hope, the the role of Mama, he had envisioned for Cloris, but they never thought that they could get her. But they were like, you know, you... You miss every shot you don't take. So they, they reached out, she read the script, and agreed to do it. it originally, it was a, supposed to be a one-off guest shot. And when they landed her... Um... You know, the role uh, originally didn't have any dialogue. And so he was like, you know, I'll get you some dialogue, whatever. And she's like, no, leave it. It's funny. I like it. Um, and from there, uh, she started to... Uh, the the role, the, the character, became a breakout fan favorite. Uh, and she was upped to a series regular uh, starting in season two. Uh, and she would read the scripts, she would watch, 
And if she didn't think something was funny or, you know, if something was missing or didn't work, she would lean over and make a suggestion. Uh, And 90% of the time, what she wanted to do was funnier or better or worked. And so they went with it. Uh, Lucas Neff, who played uh, Cloris Leachman's grandson on the show, um, was talking about how, you know, you just never knew what she was going to do. Uh, you never knew what she was going to say. Um, which, of course, brings me back to, you know, it could have all been part of her persona. Uh, Cloris won nine Emmys, including one for Raising Home. The most of any other performer uh, in the Academy outside of Julia Louis-Dreyfus. So, you know, the the woman just was so talented. And, um, you know, I just... I was a fan of hers. I've been a fan of hers for a very, very long time. And... Um, that was just one of those when she died, I, it just kind of hit me. Um, and I went down a rabbit hole. Poor Will had to hear all about it. Um, but, but you know, rest in peace, sweet, sweet Chloris, and I will be right back. And I'm back. And another legend that we lost. Uh, last week was Miss Cicely Tyson. Uh, she was 96 years old and just a true icon. Uh, one of the things that I learned about her uh, during um, during my uh, ritual of reading all the uh, articles was she refused to play just a maid or just a slave. Uh, she wanted something of a substance. Um, and as people have rightly pointed out, she did play a slave. Um, however, being a slave was not the whole story. It was just a little slice of that character. Um, the character had all sorts of emotions and whatever. Miss um, Tyson was... A Tony winner, uh, an Emmy winner, uh, and she was an Academy Award nominee. And one of her breakthrough performances uh, was in a TV movie called The Autobiography of Jane Pittman. Uh, I haven't seen it, but um, when people talk about it, they get really emotional uh, and just really, um, really heavily invested in it. Uh, and one of the things I learned was that before there was Roots, um, there was this movie, and it was a rating smash. It ended up winning nine Emmys, uh, including, uh, Best Actress, and I think the other category for Cecily Tyson was Actress of the Year, or or something very similar to that. Um, and then, of course, Miss Tyson went on to have a very long 
uh, illustrious career, um, mostly in TV. Uh, she seemed to really enjoy uh, working in that medium. She most recently recurred on How to Get Away with Murder as the mother of Viola Davis's Annalise Keating, uh, which she won. Uh, I believe she won at least one Emmy and was nominated five times. Uh, Miss Tyson was born in Harlem uh, and when she told her mother that she wanted to be an actress, she was kicked out of the house. Um, And then her and her mother reconciled uh, during... uh, uh, during uh, the premiere of her first play uh, in West Harlem. And um, her manager, Larry Thompson, said, I have managed Miss Tyson's career for over 40 years, and each year was a privilege and a blessing. Cicely thought of her new memoir as a Christmas tree decorated with all the ornaments of her personal and professional life. Today she placed the last ornament, a star, on top of that tree. Uh, It should be noted that Cicely's memoir was released um, last week uh, and live with Ryan and, or with, excuse me, live with Kelly and Ryan uh, aired the final interview with Cicely on Friday. Uh, the the memoir shot to the top of the bestsellers list. And um, of the, the memoir is called Just As I Am. It shot to the top of the bestsellers list on Amazon and the New York Times. Uh, and as recently as Monday afternoon, there were no copies. Everyone was waiting on another uh, press. So, um, if you have a copy, congratulations. If you're looking for one, be patient. Uh, the booksellers, including Amazon, uh, are are doing the best they can uh, to get you a, a copy of it. Um, but what a what a way for Miss Tyson to kind of go out on top. Um, You know, I hope her soul is resting peacefully. Now, she brought so much joy to so many people. And I will be right back. And I am back. Larry King was known to the world as a great interviewer. He interviewed viewed all of the major forces in pop and political culture during his time here on Earth. Um, And a good portion of that was spent uh, at the CNN desk where he hosted Larry King Live. Uh, He was with CNN for 25 years and a lot of people credit him for putting the news network on the map. (sighs) 
after he left CNN, he continued to work. Uh, he uh, was doing a podcast. Excuse me. And he was doing another show for um, a smaller network. Uh, and just really living his life. Uh, and living his life is what Larry King did best. Um, he was married at least seven times. Um, and, you know, there's not much more that I can say about that, uh, that the tabloids haven't already covered. Of course, uh, his last marriage was rumored to be, uh, very strained, uh, due to infidelity on her part. Uh, there's also rumors that she was trying to uh, keep him and his kids away from one another. Uh, though there is no evidence of that. And there's no evidence that he wanted to leave her as has uh, as has been reported uh, by various outlets. What we do know for sure uh, is that in, in the final, at least of the final year... Uh, Larry's health had gone downhill very quickly. Uh, as far as what's been reported up to this point, um, he didn't have COVID. Uh, this was uh, a natural cause. Well, you know what I mean. Um, you know, this was not a COVID-related death. This was um, due to a bad heart. Uh, and... There's just so many people who came forward. Uh, Lady Gaga um, spoke about being interviewed by him um, and how she feels like he actually helped make her career and uh, set her on a path. Um, Multiple politicians uh, spoke out about being interviewed by him, saying that he was tough but fair. He didn't give the softball questions. If you wanted a softball interview, you went to someone else. You did not go to Larry King. Uh, and and one thing that almost everyone seems to agree on is... Uh, he, not only was he a giant of cable news... Uh, but he was the last of the uh, quote-unquote serious journalists... Uh, he wasn't a talking head. He wasn't a pundit. Uh, he wanted to interview people and he wanted to, um, he wanted to report on the news as it was, not, um, by taking any side. Uh, Mr. King was just so gracious, uh, A little-known fact is I actually met Larry King when I lived in New York. And um, it was very brief. I accidentally ran into him uh, because you all know I'm clumsy. (laughs) Um, And he was very nice to me. Uh, I offered my apologies. He smiled and told me not to worry about it. And asked what I did, so I told him I was a writer. I would I would wanted to be a reporter, and the words he said to me kind of uh, shaped how I've directed my career. He said, "If you want to be one of the greats, don't take sides. 
You're entitled to your own personal opinion, of course. But in your in your stories, in your um, in your segments, if you are an, if you are an on-air reporter, don't let your political beliefs show. Be fair, be balanced, and don't be biased. Uh, and those are pro, those are pearls of wisdom that I've carried with me. So thank you, Mr. King, for making me a better reporter and for all you've done for the world. I'll be right back. And I'm back. And this next celebrity death um, has really hit hard. Um, on my Facebook page, uh, it is probably my most commented and reacted to post um, in, about, in at least six months, and that's including um, my book release. Uh, so that's just how important um, this, this next performer was. Dustin Diamond, who played Screech Powell on Saved by the Bell, died of lung cancer at the age of 44. Um, I'm going to get right into the, uh, his Saved by the Bell uh, co-stars all offered um, condolences and um, they all offered condolences and um, you know, shared memories with him. <clears throat> and, you know, a lot of people gave them hate because um, Dustin was not invited to uh, join the revival. Uh, all I can say in their defense is, <clears throat> you know, obviously they're not, um, they ha- they have producer credits, but they're vanity titles. They're not. It's not as if they actually get a say in who, um, who joins the cast and who doesn't. <clears throat> um, Dustin, of course, originated the role of Screech uh, on uh, the Disney Channel show um, Good Morning. Oh, I cannot remember the name of it. Uh, it was Good Morning Something. Um, and it was intended to be a star vehicle for um, Abby Mills. Uh, but it didn't do well, and uh, NBC, when it was canceled, NBC picked it up, re-engineered it um, as Saved by the Bell. And only four characters... Um, Mr. Belding, Zach, and Screech, among them, were saved. Um, and so Dustin ended up spending five years on the original show. Uh, he was on all seven years of the new class. Um, he did 
two seasons of the college years, which is all it lasted, I believe, uh, and two TV movies. Uh, so the only iteration of Save the Bell that um, Screech and Dustin Diamond weren't on was the one that just premiered on Peacock. Uh, regular listeners of Drunk Gossip will note that uh, we had actually recently talked about Dustin uh, and how he had moved to Florida to be with his parents. Um, he seemed to be in a much better place um, and uh, was getting his life together. <clears throat> Depending on what source you listen to, uh, there are some that say he's been battling lung cancer um, for about a year. Others say that he just found out um, three weeks ago. Uh, I'm not sure where what the truth is in this case. Uh, but it is sad when someone so young um, and who is itching for a comeback uh, passes away on us. Uh, you know, uh, there was a little bit of controversy in his life. Uh, he wrote a memoir back in 2009 uh, because uh, roles and money had dried up. Uh, and basically he dished on uh, what happened on set, hookups and all that. And a lot of the cast was angry with him. Apparently they made up over time. Uh, and then, of course, there's the infamous sex tape that he made. Uh, again, because he needed the money. Uh, he needed to pay rent and all that. <clears throat> so, you know, uh, he was so successful at such a young age um, that it's it's really hard to believe that uh, he went through such a, a struggle later on in life uh, before dying way too young. And that's going to do it for for this segment. Thank you for thank you for listening. Um I I'm just kind of caught up in my feelings right now. So give me a second. I'm gonna take a break and I will be right back. And I'm back. Our final celebrity death tonight comes uh via Hal Holbrook. Uh, Mr. Holbrook won a Tony and an Emmy for his role in as Mark Twain in Mark Twain Tonight. Um, a, l- a little known fact, at least for um, a lot of people, was that uh, Hale actually wrote um, Mark Twain Tonight uh, uh, during a period of time when he was trying to get started in acting, uh, but wasn't landing a lot of roles. So he wrote this one-man play, uh, got it on stage. It was a smash hit, uh, and he played the role right up until two, uh, 2017, actually. Um, just wowing audiences and, you know, raking a ton of money 
uh, <laughs> you know, and I know some people will say that doesn't matter, but I, I do think that it was, it, it is always very nice when you have money. Uh, Mr. Holbrook was um, performed in TV. He was nominated for several Emmys. Um, and he uh, worked in a few movies. Uh, but he was best known for his stage presence. Um, a lo- some of the audience might know him as Reese uh, from Designing Women. Where he played the boyfriend of Julia Sugarbaker, who was played by his real life wife, Dixie Carter. Sadly, we lost Dixie uh, years ago. But uh, he never remarried uh, after her death, and many people say that he never even dated after Dixie died. Uh, because she was the true love of his life. Um, Hale Holbrook was, uh, was and is an inspiration to a lot of us. Um, uh, you know, I didn't know he wrote the, the Mark Twain play until, uh, I was reading the obituaries, uh, but, uh, one of the things that I, I didn't know about him was he had a recurring role on Sons of Anarchy, and I don't know why that fascinated me, (laughs) because, you know, there were a lot of people on there. Uh, including Katie Seagal uh, and Charlie Hunnan. But, nevertheless, um, uh, I also learned that Hell was in the military. Uh, so he served the country and wanted things to be Better for all, everyone, which you know, just uh, such a good man. Uh, and, you know, uh, there obviously there's something nefarious. It doesn't even seem like uh, he was ill. Uh, it just seems like it was natural causes at this point. Uh, he did die on January twenty third, twenty twenty one, and the information was released uh, on. February 2nd. Uh, I don't know why there was a delay. I don't know why there was a delay in the... in in releasing the information. Uh, Although I suspect it was because his family wanted to lay him to rest uh, in peace. Uh, So, you know... I I really honestly don't blame them for that at all. Cause who wants who wants to have the press hounding your every move and you're burying your loved one? But for all the celebrities that we talked about, uh, 
in this episode and all of those who have uh, passed away in 2021, we salute you. Thank you guys for listening, as always. And until we talk again, cheers.